Alrighty, good morning. Let me get set up here, but uh, it's, uh, it's a, uh, fun to be here this morning. Um, I get the honor of launching the 504. Now, uh, today's not really going to be so much a teaching because, um, one, we have lots of uh, resources out there to to encourage you on fasting and prayer and all that. In fact, Jesse, even this week, sent you a, a video and deals on fasting and, and all that. So um, uh, this is not so much a teaching, but the goal of today is to encourage, to encourage you in participation in the 504, to, to, to encourage you in the fact that that, that God is, is with us in this, that God is, uh, is in, engaging with this, engaging with, with you and me in this, and that uh, to expect the supernatural revelation of God uh, through you and through me and through others, okay? So that's what the whole, whole deal of today is. Um, and uh, as I was going through this and the word that it might be lengthy or whatever like that, um, coming in today, I mean, uh, I just was kind of blessed because I realized that if I do run a little long and you start getting a little tired or, or whatever, um, somebody in their kindness dropped off a mattress off at, along the curb, you know, so I saw if you noticed on the, on the end. So, I mean, if you get tired, okay, there's always that. Um, the, uh, the other thing, and to, to, the format of today's uh, talk, okay, is, is unique. The Lord gave it to me on uh, last Wednesday. It is the form of a song. I get to deliver it in a song, but don't worry, Cindy, okay? I'm not gonna sing, okay? I'm not gonna sing it, okay? But basically, it's, it's, a, it's a form of choruses and verses, choruses and verses, okay? And it is um, it's to, just again, encourage participation in the 504, okay? So let's start in prayer. Lord, we give you this time, we give you this, this, uh, this, this message to, to bring in, to lift hearts, to engage with you in this time, Lord Jesus. Be with us, be with these words. Um, help me communicate your heart, Lord Jesus. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. All right, here we go. First chorus, all right? Isaiah 41, 9, and 10, all right? Um, that's a, a typo up there. It's 41, 9, and 10. It uh, goes like this. You whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its farthest regions and said to you, you are my servant, I have chosen you and have not cast you away. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. What God is saying in this chorus is that he is with us. He has chosen us. He has chosen you. He has chosen me. Uh, do not fear. And in this time of fasting, worshiping, and praying, he will strengthen us. He will uphold us. Um, and he will help us, all right? So that's kind of a promise. That's the first chorus. First verse, we're going to go Psalm 65, first five verses. 
Praise is awaiting you, O God, in Zion, and to you the vow shall be performed. O you who hear prayer, to you all flesh will come. Iniquities prevail against me. As for our transgressions, you will provide atonement for them. Blessed is the man you choose and cause to approach you, that he may dwell in your courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of your house, of your holy temple. By awesome deeds and righteousness, you will answer us, O God of our salvation. You are, you who are the confidence of all the ends of the earth and of the far off seas. So what does this mean uh, when the Lord gave this to me as I was preparing to, to talk on the 504 is that, you know, in the first verse, he says, uh, praise is awaiting you. Basically, the 504 can seem daunting and it's uh, solemn fasting and prayer, but it's not. God is saying the 504 is a joyous time. It's a worship time. It's a time to be with him and to engage with him. He's engaging with us. It is a fun time. The 504 is a fun time. The next promise he says is he is a God who hears. The time for uh, engagement, God is promising to hear us, to hear you and me. That's what the 504 is about. The next thing is I like the phraseology of the amplified, really, of this verse. It says, iniquities and much varied guilt prevail against me. Yet, as for our transgressions, you forgive and purge them away, make atonement for them, and cover them out of your sight. During the 504, when we stumble, when we miss a prayer time, when we miss a worship time, if, when we blow our fast, okay, dust yourself off, get before the Lord, and continue. Continue with the 504. Continue with God. Continue, continue. He's, he's got it covered. He's got you covered. Next verse is beautiful. I love the next verse. In fact, this verse I have sometimes as a daily um, declaration. At least it's a weekly declaration at times for me. And that is, blessed is the man or woman that God has chosen. Okay? That God chooses and causes to approach him. He is approachable. He wants to have a meeting with you. The king of the universe wants to have a meeting with you. Okay? Think of it. And, you know, he's looking forward to it. And then the last verse, by awesome deeds, God answers. By awesome deeds, God answers. And it's not on the slide there because it got clipped off but we should be there. We have confidence in him. We have confidence in him. These are the promises that he's making for us as we go into the 504. Promises. That's our 504. Next verse, or next chorus. Next chorus is Haggai 1.13. Then Haggai, the Lord's messenger, spoke the Lord's message to the people saying, I am with you, says the Lord. God repeats that he is with us always and also in this 504. The next verse and the following verses are all basically testimonies of God's interaction with me in my life, 
or with this church, okay? So this next, this next verse is a testimony, and it occurred in my life. Back in 2017, I had just finished, uh, in the summer of 2017, finished 45 years working at Meyer. okay? But it was a tense summer. Meyer was having a consultant come in and basically review every operation that was going on in the company. People, departments, processes on, vendors and all that were all under review. I mean, you were being questioned on everything you were doing and it wasn't comfortable. And as we looked around, I mean, certain departments had already been outsourced. Certain departments had already been sold off to other companies. People had been laid off and we were just waiting, you know, what was gonna happen to us. In fact, a rumor had it that my team, myself and my team and a couple other teams were gonna be maybe sold to IBM. And if that happened, history had shown that managers lasted for about less than six months before that team was absorbed into the leadership of IBM and you were out on the street. And I mean, I was 63 and it was gonna be hard in the IT uh, industry to maybe get another job. All that tension was going on. So I was still doing my job. I was making a trip to Lexington to check out printers with another company for Meyer. And I'm on, on the airplane in, sitting ready to take off in um, Grand Rapids. And it was just an overnight flight. So I mean, I had packed everything I needed into my backpack, you know, next day clothes and all that stuff. And got on the plane at noon on that Thursday, had it, my backpack stashed under the seat. The, the plane was packed, chaos all around as everybody was coming in there trying to get the there's stuff in the overhead and all that stuff. I mean, it was just crazy and all that, but I'm just sitting there kind of relaxed. And the Lord nudged me and says, you know, basically, how are you feeling right now? And I said, well, I'm feeling relaxed because I'm not part of that chaos. And he says, why are you relaxed? And I said, well, because I pack light. I'm traveling light. He goes, exactly. He says, you're traveling light. And that's exactly what I want you to do going forward in this season, travel light. And then from that point forward until we landed in Lexington, he schooled me on what traveling light meant. Traveling light meant that I was not to fight and battle for my job, that I was not to fight and battle to protect my people, that I wasn't to fight and battle to protect my peers, I wasn't to fight and battle to protect my vendors, that he was the one who was gonna fight and battle for me. He was the one who was gonna take care of me and I needed to trust him. When I got off the plane in Lexington, I felt like a ton of bricks was off in my shoulders. I mean, it, it was just unbelievable that now I was actually traveling light in his light, okay? And it was just remarkable. So, meeting was over, I got, I got back that Friday, good weekend, I went to work, and I was traveling light. And I shared traveling light with a couple vendors that morning, a couple of people that were under review also, and it spoke to them. All of a sudden, it brought them at peace that they, were, they wanted to travel light. And I spoke to maybe two managers about traveling light that same day. Well, what was interesting, and it was just it, maybe those four people about traveling light. That Friday, 
afternoon, I'm leaving a meeting, leaving a meeting, and I'm walking out, and the two people in front of me, two other managers in front of me, two guys that I very rarely have meetings with, but you know, we were just leaving a meeting. They were talking to each other as they were exiting, and they're saying, yeah, I gotta go to another review meeting with the, the consultant, and we're re reviewing this blah, 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 blah. And the other guy goes, yeah, but I'm not worried, because I'm traveling light. <laughs> and the other guy goes, yeah, I'm traveling light too. Traveling light took off. <laughs> it took off in that whole place. People started relaxing in the power of God in that place. God spoke and started causing relaxation in his peace, brought his peace into that tense situation. And by the way, God did take care of me and took care of a lot of others. And that is that I did get sold to IBM with a bunch of others. But instead of being gone in six months, they needed all four of us managers that went for the whole two years. And then when the two years, you know, the summer of that, of, of 2019, okay, basically the Lord, uh, IBM came and said, okay, this is far enough done. We need one of you to go. Kevin, you're it because yours is the most mature done. Um, when I exited and the IBM uh, benefits ended was the month that I started Medicare. The Lord completely took care of everything. You know, talk about him taking care of it and trusting light. So I'm saying right now that the message of trusting light, you know, maybe you need to speak to somebody in the room, you know, or everybody. Just, you know, that's a side, side benefit. But anyways, listen to the Lord. The Lord is engaged with us, okay? That's a, that's a testimony. Next chorus, okay, is Jeremiah 1, 7. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all to whom I send you, and whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Then the Lord put, his, put forth his hand and touched my mouth, and the Lord said to me, Behold, I have put my words in your mouth. Two things. You know, first the Lord is with us, but two more things. He puts words in our mouth. Okay? He is behind prophetic words. He's behind prophetic nudges. Right? Second thing, age does not matter. Chronological age, your age, youth, or gray hair, doesn't matter. Okay? Or, or seniority in the Lord does not matter. Okay? I mean, she's not here, but I mean, whether you're Jade or General Bev, okay? It doesn't matter. The Lord speaks. The Lord speaks. Okay? All right, next verse. That same time period of traveling light. I hadn't gone to IBM yet, okay? Nobody knew that was going to happen yet. Cindy and I are walking into church, okay? Walking to church, a lady who used to go here named Sarah meets us at the door. She says, Kevin, I'm really worried. Hannah, our daughter, 14-year-old daughter, 
had a dream about you and Cindy last night, and she it really shook her up and shook, shook me up too. And the dream was the fact that you and Cindy were in a car accident. I said, calm down, tell us what's going on. Because here's a lesson for you. You know, prophetic words, dreams, and visions, okay? Cars, planes, trains, and boats are not, a lot of times, cars, planes, trains, and boats. They most likely represent relationships, ministries, or vocations, jobs. So we had her tell us what the dream was, and the dream was Hannah was walking in the door at church here, looked back at the parking lot, saw Cindy and I driving in. She turns around, looked back out, we were gone. She comes into the sanctuary, looks, and there's a TV right up here in front. And on the TV is a news story, and the news story has Cindy and I in a car accident in front of everybody here in the sanctuary. That startles her, wakes her up. Now she's really worried. Calmed him down, Cindy and I, we're talking to him. We calmed him down saying, don't worry. That's not what's going to happen. What you don't realize is that my job up in Grand Rapids is about to have a car accident. Okay? That's what's going to happen. We've been worrying about this, praying about this, and all that stuff, traveling light on it. But my job's going to have a car accident. And a God just told you that. Not only that, he told you it's going to happen up front in church in the sanctuary. God's telling you it's time for the church to pray for Cindy and I and for my peers at Meyer. Okay? So we did that. We got the leadership together, and they came up, laid hands on Cindy and I, and prayed for me and for my friends and pals up in Grand Rapids that God would be with us. God would give us peace. God would see us through this. God would give us strength and all that. And just to make it short here, what was happening is as they were praying for us, Meyer and IBM was signing the contract. That Sunday, while we were praying here in Hazlitt, Meyer and IBM were signing the contract. I walk into work on Monday, they pull at eight o'clock, they pull all of us managers into a room, tell us that the contract has been signed. Four of you guys are going to IBM, Kevin and three others. And that some other changes are going on to IBM uh, up there, and some others are going to go to another contractor that does programming. And 80 of them, 80 people in IT, um, 100 of us were going to IBM. 80 people were actually going to get laid off after 90 days, okay? And all that. And then on Tuesday, they told everybody. What was interesting is that on Monday, a couple of people actually told me, Kevin, how come you're not more upset? You look at peace. People on Tuesday, everybody was, you know, gut punched and all that stuff, came up to me and says, Kevin, you look at peace. And Wednesday, I had an opportunity on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday to share with people that God knows about you. God knows about you. He gave a 14-year-old girl a dream. So that 80 people in Hazlitt 
would pray the peace of God and the strength of God into you and this situation for you. I had grown men crying. That week. I had my first phone call that Thursday of that week of somebody calling and saying, Kevin, God just gave me a job. I had another couple calls on Friday. The following week, God answered prayer. I got a job. Okay? Takeaways from this testimony is that God is engaged. God's with us. God's with you. All that. And, okay, God talks to us, lets us know, lets us get engaged. It doesn't matter who it is, a little 14-year-old girl who has no knowledge of what's going on. Her dream, she has no clue what it is, and it could be ridiculous to her. You could be getting something, and it's ridiculous to you during the 504. Share it. Share it. Okay? Next verse. Isaiah 43. Right? Yeah. Since you, are, you were precious in my sight, you have been honored, and I have loved you. Therefore, I will give men for you and people for your life. Fear not, for I am with you. We are in this together. This 504 together. Um, the Lord is putting people in our lives. Share with others. Come to the Wednesday meetings. Come to Sunday meetings. Go to small groups. Even though it's fasting, you can go to lunches and have, you know, fast qualified lunches, you know, or whatever. Meet together, share together, email together, talk together. Because you are precious and he is putting precious people in your life. Okay? Next verse. The 504, this is the 504 testimony. <clears throat> the 504 is about focusing on God, you know, time and, and giving time and focus on God, fasting, uh, giving unto God, worship, talking and listening to God, prayer, um, to bless and be blessed. Uh, he loves to share his love, his heart, his mind with us. He is a talking, sharing, and revealing God. Um, I like to look at the history, pay attention to the history of Spirit of Christ Church and all that. And when I look at the history of Spirit of Christ Church, and again, when I number it, it is no way talking about one is better than the other. But I see Spirit of Christ Church in three sections of history. The first one I call Spirit of Christ, SOCC 1.0, and that is Pastor Lewis' is section of our history, okay? You know, 1.0, 1.1, 1.2, I mean, that's, that's Pastor Lewis and, and, and all of the times, you know, Pastor Lewis and Chuck Lyons, Pastor Lewis and, 
and Mike Ridaudi and Pastor Lewis and and uh, Ed Reynolds and Pastor Lewis and Pastor Lewis. Yeah, you know, I mean, I mean all that. And Pastor Lewis was all of the different youth ministers up into and including Jesse. Okay, I mean that that was glorious times. That's 1.0. And then we had SOCC 2.0. That was the Mike and Flora. That was great times. That was great times. And now we are in SOCC 3.0. The Pastor Jesse, okay? Again, great, great deal. And then I number them. I mean, I could have used colors, you know, SOCC red and SOCC blue and SOCC green. Again, they are, they are great on their own because they're different flavors, okay? Different flavors. But the thing is, 10 years ago, this 504, we were at a crossroads because 2.0 had just ended. It ended quite quite suddenly, we didn't expect it to end, and we were in shock. And we went into the 504 with two questions, with two questions to be answered. And the first question was very important. The first question was, should this church continue to be a church, or should we close the doors? That was the first question. Second question was, if you say yes, continue, what kind of church should we be? I mean, what is our focus? So those are the two questions that we went into the 504, and we spent the first two and a half weeks in the 504 really focusing on that, praying on that and all that. We had our Wednesday meetings, and we, there were, those were two-hour prayer and fasting meetings, you know, prayer and song meetings. You know, Tom led the first one, Tim led the second one, and I got to lead the third one. And so we were in our final meeting, and that's where we're going to answer the questions. What was everybody hearing? So we spent the first hour in prayer and music, and then we got there and said, okay, question number one, should we be a church? What is God saying? And we wrote on the board, what was God saying? And we went to everybody in the room that was there. And the word was strong, the word was loud, and the word was definite. Yes, you need to continue being my church. Okay, cool. That's it. That was no doubt. So then we had a little more song, a little more prayer, and we stopped, and we had a whiteboard up here because we're meeting in this room, a whiteboard right here. It was blank, and I got to write on it with my lousy penmanship and my bad spelling. All right? And it was, we had people yell out the word, words, phrases that God had for SOCC 3.0. We didn't call it 3.0, but 3.0. And I just started slapping words up on the board, <laughs> diagonal in this direction and that direction or whatever. And everybody was speaking. Boom, 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 boom. And the words weren't up there. And then we started drawing lines between the words, what words were related. All right. Can you put up the next the slide? The words that we speak every Sunday are not words that we just branded. They're not just words that we just came up with and said, these sound nice and this is polished that we need, da, 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 da. When we connected all these words, we had three strong lines. The biggest, strongest line. Now, the first sentence, when we came up with these original sentences, they were long and clumsy and all that stuff. 
and these are polished of these lines. But it was, God was calling, saying that we, 3.0, are going to be a people of prayer. The second strong line was that we were going to be campus connected. And the third and final strong line was that we were going to be champions of unity. Oh my God. Out of thousands of great and righteous and right things that we can be, these are the three things that he wanted Spirit of Christ 3.0 to be. Okay? Now here's the thing. No one person had all three of these. Okay? God didn't take a prophet and say, thus saith the Lord, this is what I want 3.0 to be. He used everybody in the room to make this. Everybody was important in making this. He used the whole to bless the whole. Okay? Everybody is important in the 504. Everybody's word is important in the 504. You are important in the 504. Okay? That's what's important. And so now that we had what the 3.0 was going to be, then we had to find somebody to be the pastor. Does those three words remind you of anybody? <laughs> so there's another history sermon in there somewhere, another testimony, and we'll let Jesse tell that testimony because he wasn't ready for that. He had to be, he had to be poked by a couple of strong prophets. But, yeah, he looks like that, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. Okay, next chorus. Next chorus. Haggai 2-4. Yet, not now a strong, not, not uh, yet now be strong, Zerubbabel, says the Lord, and be strong, Joshua, son of Jehoshaphat. I screw that up. But anyways, moving on. <laughs> the high priest, and be strong, all you people of the land, says the Lord, and work, for I am with you, says the Lord of hosts. The 504 is not just called for the leaders. It's for all the people to work it, to hear, okay? It's for all of us, for all of you. Me too, all right? Next verse. All right, next verse. One more Example of a 504. The 2020 504. Think of the 2020. Think of 2020, the year, COVID year, right? Stress, protocols, masks, social distancing, closures, shortages, disagreements, arguments, separation, anger, loneliness, fear, stress. Or if you want to think about it other than that, COVID year, think of it as the election year. Again, stress, disagreements, arguments, headlines, accusations, separation, um, anger, fear, stress again. I use stress, stress at both ends of each sentence because it was a stressful year. But that was what the year was throughout it at the end, but not in January, not during the 504. The 504, 2020 was going to be a business as usual. It was a normal year. 
I don't think at the first week of January that COVID was really any headlines. If it was, it was over their headlines type of a thing. Um, it was just business as usual. So that first week, which by the way was January 8, 2020, three years ago today, okay, it was a normal Wednesday 504 meeting, and we had some words, and they were really good words. They were really nice, nice words. They actually spoke about and had some meaning to some of the ministries we were going or where we could go and stuff like that and whatever. But then the last word of that Wednesday night was spoken. And it was like, wow, where'd that one come from? It had no meaning. It had, it was nice, but it had really no meaning. And it had, um, it was an outlier. It was just an out, out, outlier. But it was spoken. I said, okay, yeah, write it down and move on. And this is what the word was. Do not measure progress of 504 based on how far moving forward or to the right or to the left. The measure will be elevation. How high did you let me take you? The path this season is up. Faith and love taking flight. Yeah, that's a nice word, but it really didn't have any meaning. I mean, it's always, it's always nice to have faith and love and expanding faith and love, but didn't have anything to connect it to, okay? But when you put it against the 2020 as a whole, it was basically saying that we weren't going to measure success by the growth of ministries and the growth of the church in size and whatever. That really wasn't going to happen in 2020. Um, we weren't going to be successful measuring what? in politics or in philosophy or anything, moving to the right or moving to the left. It was not going to happen. What was going to happen, success, was going to, be ha was going to happen if we were going to allow faith and love to lift us up higher than what was going on around us. It was going to lift us over and above division in the country, in the state, in the church, was gonna take us higher than disruption. That's what this word, I believe, meant. And you know what? In mid-March, I blew some of the dust off this and I started using this as a daily prayer. Lord, lift my love and faith higher of what's going on around me. And then as it went further into the year, it meant a lot more every day, every day. I started using this as a, as a declaration and a prayer. So what does this mean? It basically means that no word is minor that we receive in 504. No word is minor. There is no throwaway words, okay? You receive something, you receive something that doesn't make sense, okay? Bring it forward anyways, okay? Don't be shy. Give it to us, even if it doesn't fit in the flow. It can mean something weeks or months later. This is an example. All right? Next chorus. All right. 
This one here is like three in one for you. Jeremiah 30, for I am with you, says the Lord, to save you. Jeremiah 42, do not be afraid of the kings of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. Do not be afraid of him, says the Lord, for I am with you to save you and deliver you from his hands. Jeremiah 46, do not be afraid, O Jacob, my servant, says the Lord, for I am with you. Whatever you're going through, the 504 has answers. It is for us and it is for you, okay? It might have answers for the church, but it has answers for individuals and families too, okay? The Lord is with us and he has given us peace. He is giving us answers. He's giving us solutions. He is our salvation, all right? All right, final verse of this song. As Jesse called me and asked me to <clears throat> agree to do this talk, shortly thereafter, I got a dream. And I usually don't have, it's been a while since I've had a, a God dream that I can say this is a God dream. Um, but this one was, this absolutely was, and it was named for this talk. And it was this, the dream starts, I saw a nail. Go ahead and put the picture up. I had saw a nail, and I said, Lord, I need to drive this nail. Give me a tool. Expecting him to give me a hammer in my hand. And he gives me a spatula. You know, to stir the pancake baker with, a batter with, or to scrape the last of the peanut butter out of the jar, right? Okay. He gives me a spatula. And what do I say to the Lord in the dream? A spatula? Really? Here's what the Lord said. I'm going to read it so I don't ad-lib it. His reply was, use it. The power is not in the tool or in your swing, but it is in me. I am the power behind your swing and the tool. Exclamation. I hit the nail with the spatula and it drove it deep. Wow. End of dream. This dream is the reason behind this course today. God is with us. He is with us. He is with the 504. The 504, he is there. Our weak prayers, worship, and fasting is mighty because we swing them in his power. Okay, final chorus. Acts 18, 9 and 10. Now the Lord spoke to Paul in the night by a vision. Do not be afraid, but speak, and do not keep silent, for I am with you. And no one will attack you to hurt you, for I have many people in this city. And Matthew 28, we know this one, the Great Commission. And it ends how? Lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. It is not a time to brag about your fast or about your prayers or about your worship. But it is a time to brag about God and how he loves you and what he is saying to you.
and how he's sharing and the testimonies. Time to share, okay? Let me say this. Let me pray this. Lord, we give the 504 to you. We give our hearts and ourselves to the 504 in honor of you, to hear you, to be with you, to just engage with you. Thank you for being with us and promising to be with us. And we just want to be with you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Jesse.